The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another session here at the Kickpod Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey. Uh, certain um, analyzing martial arts um, based just subjects and also highlighting martial arts from around the world, past, present, and future. Okay, so today I got a guest, um, uh, Tra- Travis Berry from um, Karma Martial Arts up in um, Arizona. All right, so definitely he's a UFAC member as well as me. <clears throat> and, of course, um, I met him over at the, um, the convention over in Las Vegas this year. All right, so hello, Barry. Hi, uh, Travis, how you doing? Good, TJ. How you doing today, buddy? Yeah, I like to use, refer people to, like, um, last names. Like I say, Mr. Barry or Mr. Gallagher. Or, yeah, that's like, that's that um, martial arts um, mentality. Yes, sir. Right. Mr. Williams it is, then. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that in, um, let's just say, a year and a half. I would say two years, but a year, year and a half. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be awesome, man. I, I look forward to watching that, man. Yeah. All right. So um, how's everything over at your side in? Good, man. Uh, just Arizona, it's really hot. <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of rain recently. We've been getting a lot of monsoon weather, so that's been kind of nice. But everything's been going good, man, since the ITC. Uh, it's been about two, two, three weeks since that, so it's kind of got back in the flow of things. Went up to the mountains for a little uh, relaxation to kind of, you know, get out of the heat for about a week or so. So all back into town, kind of getting back into work and all that good stuff, kind of getting back into life here. <laughs> hey. All right, so usually when I'm interviewing, like, martial artists, you know, I like to take the um, listeners back – like back in time with our guests. Um, so like the first question I want to ask, um, describe yourself before martial arts into your life or basically tell the listeners who were you before martial arts? Oh man. Um, I started martial arts really young. Um, my, my dad's kind of, he, he was one that got me into it. He was already into it when I was a little kid. So it's hard to even remember a life before martial arts for me um just because it was always in my life from like my dad started as a kid and then when we moved here from wyoming is when he started at um uh foothills uh karate studio here in tucson arizona and that was uh mr charles allen was the instructor and that was our first introduction into the ufaf system um so from then on it was kind of all of us kids got into it. i have an older brother and an older sister so as kids, it was kind of like all the whole family. My dad went. We all kind of started as little kids. And as kids, you kind of go off and on. I was kind of serious a little bit. Then you kind of find other stuff. So it wasn't until I got maybe in my teenage years, I kind of really got more serious into it and really wanted to, you know, get my black belt. Because um, I got to red belt probably in high school and stopped. I just got – I was kind of scared to do my black belt test, honestly. It took me a while to kind of get the nerves I remember watching my dad as a little kid, and back 
back then in the old UFAF days, the tests were, like, were much more strict, it seems. And just watching as a kid, I remember just being like really um, intimidated by it. Almost like, man, I don't know if I have the nerve to test. Um, so it took me a while to kind of get up the nerve. And, you know, finally when I was a little bit older, I would say 2010, I think it was, after being in it my whole life, I, I got the red belt and just kind of did a test forever. So about 2010, I went back and finally I was like, you know, I need to get my black belt. I've been a red belt for way too long. Um, so that's when I went back, got my black belt and, um, yeah, martial arts has been a part of my life, you know, since a kid. And, and now that I've got my black belt, I've really gotten kind of, you know, re-energized to it and kind of want to stick to it more. All right. So other than, um, your father that, that was in uh, martial arts, like, was there any other, like, events or influence that really kind of pushed you to like, kept, keep interested in martial arts? So there's been a couple. So, you know, as a kid, obviously, you know, you watch all the martial arts movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, of course. When I was a kid, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were huge when I was uh, a little kid coming up with that. So all that stuff has kind of really got me. And then my dad was doing it. So it was like, man, this is like perfect. Um, when I got older, um, I would say kind of my, my dad became an instructor. Uh, he owns Steve Barry's Martial Arts Academy here in Tucson. So once he kind of started instructing himself, that got me kind of going back into it, kind of seeing what what he did with it. Um, and then I would say maybe two years ago, uh, Mr. Gunn in uh, California had a jujitsu kind of like a, like a two day jujitsu thing. Um, and I, I, I kind of did jiu-jitsu when I was a kid, but I never had, like, an official instructor. I was kind of off and on. I'd watch videos on YouTube, that kind of thing. And then uh, when I went to uh, the um, seminar and evaluation about two years ago, it was the first time I actually got evaluated for jiu-jitsu. And, you know, I went with my dad, which was a cool experience. We got to go together, and we both kind of got evaluated. I got a blue belt. He got a stripe on his blue belt. So it was cool being with him to ha- have that done. And then that got me really re-energized and kind of wanting to do my own business with it. Um, you know, I see what my dad's doing with his. Getting back into the, into the jujitsu side of it really got me re-motivated to get back into the, you know, because I've been a first degree for a while. So I want to test for my second degree this year and the jujitsu stuff too. I really want to get refocused on that mm-hmm. and do that as much as I can as well. Um, so because of that, uh, Karma Martial Arts kind of started about two years ago when I got into the jiu-jitsu again. I wanted to kind of, with my wife, uh, Rachel Berry, she's also a UFAC black belt. Mm. Uh, we met we met doing martial arts you know, at my, uh, at my uh, father's studio. So we kind of, we met, we got married about a year ago. We have a three-year-old boy now. Yeah. He's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so with her, she's she's just getting out of the U of A um, here in Arizona, the, the University of Arizona. She's going to have a uh, master's in applied nutrition. So with her nutrition and our martial arts, I thought, man, if we could open a place that, that combines martial arts and health and wellness with you mm-hmm. know, nutrition plans, meal kits. You know, a lot of people want to get in shape. They do the martial arts stuff, but they don't do the, the they don't eat right. They, they don't do the, the nutrition side. So I figured us being both UFAC black belts with, with, with my dad, you know, having our back. Um, I kind of wanted with uh, cover martial arts, incorporate martial arts 
yoga training because she actually is certified to teach yoga yeah, yeah. and do the health and nutrition, maybe offer meal plans and meal kits. So that's kind of the plan with this company. Um, with that, I went back to school as well two years ago. I was like, you know what? I need to get, if I want to run a business, I want to get my uh, degree in business. So I've been going back to school kind of part-time as I work the past year or two. And then hopefully with that, you know, I can make this, you know, carbon martial arts a thing and then help my dad with his his studio as well. Um, so that's kind of the plan. We'll, we'll see what happens with it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You mentioned that, uh, uh, yeah, it's good that you want to, like, have double the indemnity. You want to have martial arts and you want to have um, nutrition because, you know, that's always important for somebody that's, like, getting into martial arts. You know, you want to have that energy. You know, for me... I mean, of course, I got all these things to do. I got fitness, pro wrestling. You know, I always tell the participants, like, fitness, or fitness and as well as nutrition is important. And, you know... It goes hand in hand. Yeah, it's like one thing, you don't want them to do the wrong thing. You want to prevent injuries, too. So it's always best to have that fitness background to at least tell people that you want to do this instead of doing that to prevent injuries. Yes, so definitely, you pretty much covered like all oh, three of my questions, but um, okay. But I'm gonna <laughs> Sorry, go. Man. Oh, that's all right. I mean, we're we're rolling. All right. So, all right. So I want to get into like um your first lesson. All right. What was your mindset like after that first lesson? Like when you did your first class? I mean, what was you? Man, um, I remember being you know when it what especially when you're a kid, you watch martial arts movies and you think you know martial arts. I'm like, oh, I can kick like they can. I can do that. And then when you get into a real class and you, and you learn, oh, I, I got humbled really quick and and saw that I had a lot to learn. Um, so, you know, it was, it was an eye-opening experience. You know, you, you, you think you know something, you think you know what the, the martial arts is. And then when, actually, when you get in there and you see what it really is about, you know, the, the respect. You know, you get in there, you think it's going to fight people and get tough and be, but that's not what it's about. You know, you learn the respect of it, the discipline and the honor of it um and i would say yeah just kind of you know actually trying to learn it and I, I i still remember when i you know when you start learning it everything's hard especially your left side doing doing kicks felt really awkward mm -hmm. yep. and i just felt man i'm not getting this you know they, they tell you to do the kick a certain way with the technique and you're you know you're saying man this doesn't feel right and i i remember that day when the the switch flipped and i did like a <laughs> round kick with my left and it was like a, a great round kick i had power i was like well, where'd that come from? I know I had that in me. So it was like, oh, and then that set in, like, if I do practice this every day, it does pay off, you know, because, you, you know, do 20 kicks a night with a round, do this and that. It just, it never felt right until it, until it clicked. And I was like, that's why we're doing these techniques. That's why we're doing the forms. That's why we're learning these basic blocks. It all, you know, you're, you're trying to teach that muscle memory and then when it finally clicks in without you knowing it, it's like, oh, man. And so that kind of made me want to stick with it more. Once I actually saw I was learning and saw I could do this, it was like, man, I didn't want to stop after that. Hey, so, of course, um, you said, like, before, you never your mindset wasn't on getting your from first degree black belt at first. But I mean, of course, was self-defense, like, your mindset, like, even before you go to black belt? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so self-defense was you know, obviously always huge um, as, a, as a kid. I didn't, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, that's obviously the, the, the main part of it. And then as you go along, you learn 
a lot of other factors of it. Um, like I said, like the respect, the honor, um, learning not, not to be a bully is a huge thing. You see people come in with a different, you know, you see other kids come in. I remember having friends like, oh, you take karate, that's cool. And they would come and think it was just all about fighting. And like, they, you know, and then they would learn what it really was. I always liked bringing in when people came and they wanted to actually learn what, what martial arts was. And they, you know, you see them at school and they, they think they're good fighters. And it's like, okay, come down to the karate. And you would see someone in a real um, martial arts studio. And you, you could really see what someone really, it was an eye-opening to see people that kind of thought they were quote unquote, you know, tough guys in school. And then you bring them to martial arts academy. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I, I could do what they could do or I could do more than they could do. Um, it gave me that confidence as, as, a, as a young person to not get picked on, you know, to be able to defend myself if I had to. But of course, once you have that confidence, you realize you don't, you don't need to fight. You know, I, I talk myself out of most fights. Um, I pride myself in not ever really getting it. People always said, why don't you fight? You know, karate. It's like, well, I don't take it to fight. I, I want to know how to defend myself. I don't, I, I don't want to ever be a fighter. I want to be the nice guy. I want to try to talk out of it. And I'll do as least possible to you know, get out of that situation without hurting anybody or myself. Because that's the main thing people don't realize. Like, if you're in a fight, you're going to get hurt no matter how much you know. In, in real life, stuff happens. So, you know, try to avoid a fight at all costs. And, um, yeah, you, know, you learn, you know, once you fight other people in a martial arts studio, you don't want to fight in real life. <laughs> you get hurt really bad. Yeah, so definitely. Um, I don't know if you know him. Um, I follow this um one martial arts. Um, he's called he's called um James. His name is James Wilson. I mean, I don't know if you follow, okay. him, but he's like he. I don't know. Yeah, because he mentioned like in the podcast. Um, he was saying that um you got to have that that lion when it comes to self defense, but you got to have that my yeah so, um reset yourself to to the lamb. I mean, yeah, you have a fighting spirit like a lion, but yet when it comes to your showing compassion for that other person, you have to reset to that lamb. I mean, that just tells people that, you know, I'm not an animal. I mean, I want to, I'm saying I'm protecting myself like an animal, but yet I want to have compassion. I don't want to kill no, nobody. So Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. You want to be nice, but don't mistake my niceness for weakness. Because if you put, put me in a corner, we will defend ourselves if we have to. You know, that's a, I like that mentality. Yeah. All right. Let's go to that. Your first black belt test. All right. You, you, um, combos like, wait a minute. Did you have pre-tests back where you, when you, um, were starting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, we did. Yeah. I had a, I had a pre-test about uh, three months before. Um, so, so we, we did the pre-test. Luckily my test, I live in Tucson. So, you know, for region five, which we're in, depending on the area, sometimes, um, there's a school in, Peoria that we will have to go to sometimes, but this luckily the test was here in Tucson. Um, so I knew that's obviously helpful because I remember testing in not for the black belt, so some earlier tests have to go up to Phoenix. This is the whole drive up there. You know, you wake up early because it's like an hour drive up to Phoenix, and it's the whole way up there. You're nervous. So I like to waking up and just be able to drive right to the studio, like 10 minutes away, you know, and start the test. I hate waiting all day. Um, so the, 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 the pre-test went well, and then the test was about three months later. Um, I tested with uh, a real good friend of mine. I consider him like a, uh, a brother to me, uh, Derek Cerna. Um, he, when he was in high school, um, he came to live with us for a few years. He, he had some uh, stuff going on in his life. So he lived with us for a while. When I was in junior high, he's like in high school. So we got real close when we were younger. And then he started taking martial arts with my dad. 
So we kind of, at the same time, we were both um, able to test for our black belts. Um, so it was cool to have, you know, as, as we're training to get ready, we know we could do our one steps together. You know, we we're one step partners. So we were able to do our one steps, practice those, our forms, our sparring. So when it came time to test, we both felt really prepared for it. Um, I was definitely obviously nervous because I remember the night before just having dreams like, what if Chuck Norris is there when I wake up? Or just like this weird, <laughs> like it would never happen. But I was like in my mind, like I would, I might walk out of the room if you want, you know, you just take the craziest thoughts. Um, but the morning of it, I remember being excited because all those nerves were over and it was finally like that day to do it. I, all that training, all that preparation, I felt ready. I was actually like, you know what? And like I said, I, I put it off for so long. I got to my, you know, red belt and was ready to test and just stopped. And then, so it was years of anticipation and like, you know what? I'm ready for this. I'm here. Today's my day. I'm going to do this. I'm not waiting any longer. So I, that morning I was like really into it as we're leading up to that. I was like completely nervous, almost sick to my stomach, but that day for whatever reason, it might, might have just been the years of buildup and anticipation and wanting to prove it. And then having my dad on the board as well, because my dad, he's, he's on the board of Region 5. So having my dad on the board and test in front of my dad was just a huge deal for me. It was like emotional to be able to test in front of him and get my black belt with him present was just like a huge honor. So I, I won't I ever forget that day. And, and we both got our black belts, uh, me and, and him. Uh, Derek Cerner got our black belts together. So this is a cool day for us both, the whole family, um, and a day I won't ever forget for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I remember like my pretest being like three months apart from my actual test. It was like a month apart. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was pretty much had to prepare for that entire month to be ready, be ready for that first degree. I mean, it's, it's the same for like pretty much every other test I had to do. And, you know, um, out of all the tests I did, I had to travel twice. I mean, I had to travel Man. for the third degree. I had to travel to West Virginia over to um to Mr. Um, Schaefer's school. Um, before, it was Mr. Brown's school. And, of okay, course, yeah. yeah, Mr. Schaefer's school. And, of course, for the fourth degree, I had to go to Mr. Giroux's school over in Boston. I mean, imagine driving all the way from Niagara Falls to Boston, like 12 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock in the morning. And then, after the test, driving back from Boston to Niagara Falls. I mean, That's insane, buddy. I don't know how you did it. Yeah, I, the one-hour drive was brutal. I couldn't imagine. And then half of the test right after that drive, you must have been exhausted, man. Well, I was low. Luckily, uh, I didn't do the driving. I mean, it was like me, Mr. Pressy. I mean, we was excellent. like, yeah. I mean, I wanted to do part of the driving, but um, I guess he did the whole driving. Hey. Nice. Just let me relax. Let me prepare mentally for this. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I guess the one thing is that was scary. I mean. Of course, I was the only one tested for fourth degree, and the other two was tested for a third degree. So I got the worst of it, considering that I had to like prove myself to get that fourth degree. I mean, if I get through that, then I retire from prep um, testing. But yes, yeah, it, it was definitely a experience. You know, definitely it was. It's definitely me coming back from injury. I mean, I had sciatica. I mean, I couldn't test them. I mean, I did the pre-test in 2018, and of course, I didn't make it. And then, of course, I wanted to test again, and yet that's where I got an injury, and I had to get through that sciatica. You know, it was like an on-and-off pain, and it's like I didn't like it. But you know, I, I but you know, I did, I did the test. I mean, I got that out of the way, so now I have to really focus on this uh, master rank. You know, after looking in Vegas this year, I mean, seventeen, 17 people. Going getting their masters, it was like, yeah, 
Definitely. That was impressive to watch, man. That was inspiring. I, I was, yeah. I, at first, I was like, 17 people. I, I didn't realize, because I've been there before for the for the for those uh, um, induction ceremonies with like three or four or five. You know, I've never been there with 17 people. And um, it was just really cool to watch. They did a great job. Just everyone had had their time and just kicked butt. Yeah, I was inspired, man. That really made me, I'm like, man, I can't wait to do that one day. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, speaking of the convention, I mean, like, how many conventions have you gone to, like, since you started? So, way back, like I said, my dad was in it um, when I was a kid. So, my first conventions that I went to was just to watch him as a spectator. Um, he, he was a black belt, man, I think in the early, his black belt number is 766. Oh. So, he's pretty early, yeah, you know, he's he's back in the, in the pre-1000s. So um, I just remember those real early days was when we first went as a kid. Uh, as kids would go watch. Um, that was when I was at the uh, Stardust. Um, oh yeah. You know, before the, before it's at its current location. Um, that's when we first saw. I remember the Machado brothers way back in the day. It was everyone's first introduction to jujitsu. I just remember like the, there was four or five of the brothers. They they lined up. You know, and said every, all the black belts, you fat black belts, get in either one of our brothers' lines, and we'll just you know, try to get us in jujitsu or try to grapple us. And they went through every black belt, you know, boom, tap, choke, arm in, all the black belts were like, what is this jujitsu stuff? They just, it was impressive to watch. And it was the first time I'd ever seen it. was like, I might've been pre-UFC, um, you know, before like, you know, hoist and all the, you know, before the world got introduced to the, to what can jujitsu can do. <coughs> and as a, as a competitor, I think 2010 was the first year I competed. Um, I was a red belt then. Uh, I think I, I I think I just competed in fighting that year and took third. Um, I think that was when they had the three people in your division. So I didn't get the first round by, and I lost my first fight, kind of thing. So I got third that year, um, and it was just that was a, it was a great experience. But my first time uh, to compete, and I'm trying to remember some of the, the seminars that year. I think John Will was there. He, he's oh, a yeah. uh, jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah, that was really cool to, to learn from him. Um, it's always cool. I, I love how they bring in, you know, different martial arts, different um, masters. Um, so we can all learn, you know, different aspects and, you know, kind of what these all could do. Um, and then I, man, and then I think this is the first year I competed this last year since then. Um, again, just stuff gets in the way. Life, you know, I got married. You know, it's just one of those things you, you want to go. But my, my dad's pretty been pretty consistent. He's gone, I think, every year. Um I think for the past at least 10 years. And one of those things this year, um, you know, kind of, I was like, I, I want to get back into it. I haven't competed in, in 10 years. And I was like, you know, if, if I'm going to do it, now's the time kind of thing. So I, I got to get in, the, in the, as good a shape as I could with, with the time I had. Um, I was super scared going in. Yeah, I did, uh, competed in kata, uh, fighting yeah. and jujitsu this year. Yeah. And I was super nervous just going in, I, I, especially with the jujitsu part of it, because I'd never done that in, in, in a competition. I'd never competed in jujitsu. And I was just worried after doing the forms and the fighting, I was just going to be exhausted, not have any energy left. It was my biggest worry. I was like, oh, I'm going to be dead. Um, the, the forms went well. Uh, me and you obviously were, were in the uh, exact same division. I think we did the same form. Uh, Kun Sun Kun? Yeah. I, I believe, yeah, I believe. Um, I took fourth in that you uh you got third uh i think uh was it who got second i think mr 
But Rod Water, did he get second or first? Yeah, I think he got first first place, yeah. First place, yeah. So that was cool. Then then we we fought third place in fighting, which I was proud of. I mean, I haven't fought in, in 10 years, and I had some uh, pretty good guys in my division. So I was happy I got out there and did it. You know, I was super scared to do it, but it's kind of one of those things, you know, get out of your comfort zone. And I was so happy I did it, you know. Like, I was so nervous going in. And then afterwards, it's that, that relief of, like, I did it, I accomplished it. And then uh, the jiu-jitsu was the last thing um, that we had to do. So I, I, I was, I'm a blue belt in, in jiu-jitsu, so I was match, matched up against another blue belt, um, Isaiah Singh. Um, young kid, I think he's like 24, I'm like 39. He's a pretty big kid. He's really strong, man. The kid gave me all I could handle. It was, it was a good match. Um, it went all six minutes, which I was exhausted. I, I remember the end. It was like 15 seconds left. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> this is almost over. Um, I, end up, I, I won that on points. I got first place in that, which I was super proud of. Um, my dad was there to watch me. My uh, my wife and, my, and, and um, uh, my little boy Luke was there. So it was cool to do that in front of everybody. And then to see everybody. You know, the, the best part about the ITCs is meeting people like yourself seeing people and friends I haven't seen in years and just kind of, you know, getting those relationships going again. Um, such a big part of martial arts is the, the relationships we build, the, the friends we make, and, and we all learn from each other. So that's the best part about the ITCs is just kind of when everyone gets together, can share their knowledge and just kind of have fun. Um, I had a great time this year and I, I really plan on trying to go next year and try to make it a, you know, try to go with my dad every year if I can. Uh, well, definitely, I know I'm going back next year since I won in the raffle. I mean, I wasn't expecting that's that, right, but yeah. <laughs> yeah Congratulations on that. Man, that was the best prize there is. Yeah, me sitting in the front row when Mr. Gallagher called those numbers, it's like, then I get my number, it's like, yeah, Eureka. And it's like, <laughs> well, definitely for the ITC, and of course, you know, I was up for um nomination for the most inspirational. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations on the nomination. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel bad not winning, but you know, um, yeah, because you know, I know Crosby was going to win it because you know I've interviewed him before. You know, I see ex- extreme potential in him, and you know, he's an amazing martial artist, and that, his speech was amazing. Um, I, I got to meet him, and I, I, I saw him on, I, I followed him on, like. Facebook and Instagram for a while, but I never actually met him in person. So I got to meet him and compete against him. You as well. I followed you for a while on social media. It was like, just like seeing these people in person, you know, get, get these relationships going. Um, yeah, he's an impressive, impressive martial artist, and he had a fantastic showing that weekend as well, competing. Yeah, so definitely, yeah, it was like the first time, like, for me, to, I mean, I kind of pulled off for two years, and then, of course, uh, yeah, this comes, the pandemic happened. I was planning on competing again. And then, of course, the pandemic happened. Of course, this year, I wanted to try something different. You know, I want to get away from fighting. And, of course, I want to get back to Kata. But, yes, I want to try weapons. So, I think I see all these weapons that happen, bow staff, swords, um, commas, and everything. I wanted to try the tafas because I hardly see those be compete with. So, I was yeah, tra- for sure. Yeah, you don't see those a lot. Yeah, so I was trained with those for a year. At least, I think, really, that... That can't be like a difficult weapon to work with. I mean, that's like you use like traditional blocks and um, strikes with that. Yeah, yeah, it fits for right. You know, yeah. I mean, that, it's it's a good weapon to use in the real world. I mean, obviously, uh, police officers use them. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a thing that's 
that's a, a great weapon. Yeah, that was really cool. Your form was fantastic. I I, I was happy I got to watch you watch you perform that. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of um, oh yeah, um, as um, me and my um um master instructor, Mister Presley, we was um cleaning up the. Well, we saw him. We're go- looking for a new location, or of course, we got the new location. So we was moving stuff out, and um, of course, he found these two um, PR24s that he had, and he gave them to me. And compared to the Tafas that I ordered, those um, PR24s were extremely heavy. I mean, oh, yeah, really? definitely. I mean, I'd be able to work with them, but, you know, really trying to, like, do a kata with it is just like, mm, it's like you need that extra muscle. But, yeah, that's, like, sure. that's like something to work with, just to build that muscle for that kata. That's a good, that's how that's how my staff is. My dad gave me a bow staff that's like super heavy, but I'm, I practice with it because when I get a regular one, it should be like way easier for my wrist. You know, that's a good idea. Just get a heavier weapon to practice with and get those, you know, get get strength in those muscles. All right, yeah. Um, I want to talk about like outside of um martial arts activities. I know you mentioned that you were going back to school to get like uh, a business um uh degree. Uh, is yes, there sir. is there anything else outside of um karate that you do that you want to like kind of bring into martial arts or something that's kind of gives you that courage in the martial arts, like say a sport? Um, I mean, what, what, one thing that really got me remotivated was having a kid and, and being a father. Um, you know that 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 was a big part. I wanted to see him that you know, hey, I've been out of school for twenty years. I graduated in two thousand. And I got right into the job I currently have. And I just kind of got, I was 19 when I got on. I've been there for 20 years. And it was one of those things where, hey, you can still go back to school. I want to show my son. It's, it's not too late if you if you want to get an education um, and if you want to start a business. And I'm like, hey, I'm 39. I want to be 40. Um, I'm like, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? I got, you know, I was like, hey, if I start a business, I've I'm, I'm always been around the martial arts. I've, I've My father's an instructor. I've, I've grown grown up with it it's been such a huge part of my life why not make it you know what, what i could do for the rest of my life it's something i enjoy um so i'm, I'm happy about that i, I as far as other things i know i played football as a kid um i, I played a, a bunch of team sports you know i think team sports are good they they they, they teach how to work with others I, I played football i played baseball as a kid um i i, I think there's a lot of value in the martial arts and team sports, you know, cause it's, mm-hmm. you need to learn how to work with other people. Um, even though martial arts is kind of an individual sport in a way, um, you still need to learn, you know, you, you don't want to be selfish at all, especially in martial arts. Um, you need a good training partner. And if, if, if you're too rough, you're, you're, you know, when you're working with pads, you're doing one steps, what, what have you, everyone's had one of those partners that, that trains a little too hard take stuff a little too seriously. And it's like, you're not going to learn like that. You know, you want to have, you want to be able to show technique. You're not trying to kill the guy. Um, so just kind of learning the value of teamwork is, is a huge thing I want to bring into it. Um, the, the respect, um, you know, my dad's big on respect. He's got a lot of kids in there now that he teaches at his school. That's a big thing that he, you know, he, he pushes, especially as a kid, you come in, you know, a lot of them are kind of wild and going crazy. Mm-hmm. They don't say yes, sir. You know, so yeah. just kind of teaching those kind of thing, you know, yes, sir, no, sir. Um, you know, teaching that respect. A lot of that's lost these days. I think, um, it's just, you know, not, you don't hear a lot of yes, sirs from, from the younger generation. So I think team sports, hopefully martial arts, um, I would think it would be fantastic if more people did it. Uh, 
yeah, I think that's what, what I want to bring to it. And then like, like I said earlier, the, the health and nutrition, I, I want to mind, body and spirit, you know, bring everything together, I, you know, with my wife teaching yoga, you know, kind of, kind of learn how to relax more, kind of breathe more. It's still something I got to work on. <laughs> yeah. even, in, even doing jujitsu, I find myself trying to, it's like in jujitsu is the opposite thing. You know, you, you want to use muscle and it's all about technique, relax and go with it. Like, you know, flow like water, like, like Bruce Lee said, when you're trying to do something, you're, you're working against your own, you know, your own strength. Um, so just kind of teach that, you know, with yoga, with relaxation, with martial arts, um, kind of mind, body, spirit, you know, just kind of, you know, keep that, that head level. Um, especially when you're fighting, when you're doing these jujitsu matches, you tend to, your adrenaline starts to take over and, and you want to, you want to, you want to use your muscle. You want to use your strength when you just kind of relax, breathe, let your technique you've learned take over. Um, and that's, that's really, you know, how, how you'll be successful in life and martial arts, I think. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, I know you've said, you mentioned you want to do this for kids, but I mean, I'm not a father myself, but I'm, I'm only an uncle. I mean, that's more like a father figure. You know, I have two nieces that I, I want to see since the border um, in Canada closed. I mean, now it's, oh, man. well, now that it's opened back up, you know, I have that opportunity to go over and see them. And really, it's like, I got my, my oldest one. I mean, so I think she's going to be 14 this year. I oh, mean, wow. yeah. And of course I got my youngest going to be like, um, she's eight now. I mean. I got worried about my oldest niece some um, because she she got in the karate for a little bit and you no know, I got to watch her before she quit, but yeah, it was so nice to actually see her um actually do karate and then you know if I was to if she was to stay and go for a black belt you know I would help her in any way to achieve that goal. I mean, for sure, man. That, that's that's like one piece of advice I would get. You know, that, that's one thing I struggled with a lot too, kind of growing up is I was in and out. I got to high school and I, I found other stuff. I, you know, I wanted to party and worry about other stuff. You know, you kind of, you go through life, you make good decisions, you make bad decisions, but it's ne- it's never too late to, to get back into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I stopped for years. I got to Red Belt and like I said, didn't stop. But one thing I, I wish I would have never quit, but I'm glad I went back. That's the thing is even if you do quit, it's never too late to go back. It's always there for you. You could pick up where you left off. Um, and you'll be happy you did. I, I was happy I did. So anyone out there that has stopped, it's never too late. You know, you know, go find a, a school near you, get in contact with them, get back in there. Especially nowadays with the, you know, everyone needs to get outside with the, the, the COVID nineteen last year. You know, not enough people are exercising and and, and doing stuff for their health. If people are inside playing video games, watching TV all day. I love TV and video games as much as the next guy, but yeah. if you're not getting out there in the sun, getting some exercise, man, and, and we'll, you know, whatever it is, take a walk, take a hike. I like, I lo- enjoy hiking. We live next to the mountains around here, so we'll go for hikes. I mean, just get out in the fresh air. Yeah. Um, that, I would encourage anyone, man, just if you, if you stop something, it's not too late to get back into it. If you're feeling yeah. down, I, I did for years, man, but once I got back into it, everything was right back where I left it. You know, the skills will come back, you know, that they're, they're they are still there, so it's not too late. Yeah, so definitely this pandemic definitely slammed us in um, 2020. Now, yeah. Of course, it slammed me. I mean, I was laid off for two months, and then throughout the two months, I had, of course, created this podcast and everything. I want to try to keep myself busy. And, of course, yeah, going getting back into the fitness. Of course, the gyms were closed, so luckily I had, like, uh, luckily I had, like the treadmill down the basement, and, of course, I was going out there looking for weights, and, you know, 
definitely you know how people were buying stuff like toilet paper and everything and then fitness stuff i mean i was lucky it's um some days but you know definitely i definitely picked up a couple of weeks and then of course since the weather started getting nice i started doing runs outside and you know even back to my heydays i would do like long runs and you know nice. now this year it's like i'm back to doing long runs so, like the longest run i did was 10 miles i mean oh that's fantastic buddy that's yeah. great so really i have the well so for us just to conclude this um what is your future plans how would you see yourself five to ten years Five to ten years. Uh, I hope my karma martial arts is a you know a, a full business. I'm in my house right now. That's I, I kind of started out in my house. Um, I kind of did the, the backwards way as I came up with a business name, a logo, and all that. But I still have <laughs> I have you know the website. I have the the accounts on social media. But now I'm not actually going to build a business. So my my plan is I'm going to get my degree in business over the next couple of years. I'll finish that out. I'm getting my name out there, so I want to build Carver Martial Arts into a brand that, that, that pe- people know and recognize. So by the time I am able to open a, a full-fledged um, um, store, you know, if I either open out of my garage or I, if I could move to a, an, a, another location that, that has more room, that's the plan. And I want to take this business to the next level, and I want to you know, improve people's lives. I want to have nutrition and martial arts kind of go hand-in-hand. Hopefully, you know, I could, we could spread this around to the whole UFAF if other people are interested in nutrition. Um, you know, we have information. Like I said, my wife has a master's in applied nutrition. So, we're, we're you know, we'll be open to share information. Uh, we're going to put out our information if anyone needs to contact us, has any, like, nutritional questions. But that's what I plan to do. You know, I hope I hope we could kind of run my dad's business with my degrees, um, you know, Steve Barry's Martial Arts Academy, run my business and just kind of, you know, keep doing the martial arts thing and retire from my current job and do this business full time, man. That's the plan. All right. Awesome. All right. So thank you very much for joining me in this episode. All right. So, of course, I'm going to do my little exit and then, um, then, of course, we can conclude this. All right. Oh, so, all right. So, of course, that's, thanks again from Travis um, Barry for the um, interview. All right. So, for those who are just joining us in this podcast, uh, tune into my um, previous episodes on the BICPPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickpot Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out. from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on B-I-